welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. Uh, this is Nadia here, and I have a guest you've probably heard from before. You want to introduce yourself again? Hello, I'm Angie Asal. I am Lebanese American based in New York City. Um, I'm the artist, designer, and founder of Sound of Nazika, a jewelry brand that I started to celebrate and normalize Arab music and culture. So I guess I'm just a visual artist, mixed media artist, and I dance as well. So that is my like vomit of <laughs> and, and she and she plays music sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I'm learning. I, I still my imposter syndrome is too strong still to say that I play an instrument. Like I, that's I, fair. I, I get that, but actually, wait, maybe that's like an interesting thing we could talk about, like your process of mm. like learning music. Um, so I guess where did you start with that? You started uh, with percussion, right? Yeah, the story's kind of funny actually. Of like what kind of like my initial inspiration was like kind of out, out of spite. My mom had some guests over and there's one girl that I just like really don't like. I'm not going to mention like who this person is. I doubt she even listens to this, but like still, but she's just so fake and annoying and like a pick me. And I just find it like really, I, anyway, so like apparently my dad's, the Rebecca has like was in the closet like all this time and I had no idea. But then the girl mentioned to my mom how like how she plays the Rebecca. And so my mom brought it out and this girl was playing, looking back with like the skills that I have now I'm like she wasn't even that good yeah. but when, when you're just around nobody, yeah 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 um and I was just so annoyed that like cause I, I'd wanted to play I always I've always liked drums and so I was just annoyed like how come you never whipped this out for me for you. yeah you know and then I just got like really annoyed and I was just like I'm gonna be better than this bitch <laughs> so like that was kind of and like and like normally that type of because I, I I see her like once in a blue moon so like normally that type of spiteful feeling doesn't actually stay so like it, I might think that in the moment towards something else or somebody else yeah, but yeah. like doesn't, nothing actually comes of it but, but you, you, you hold on to it and you turn it into art yeah yeah and so <laughs> I turn my into art um and then so I was playing just for like a few days and it was a few days before my birthday so I was just like you know what let me inquire about like taking a lesson for my birthday I was thinking just for fun like I wasn't mm -hmm. thinking you know to to be like that you know consistent but um I joked that it was love at first doom because uh, my teacher is uh, his name is Nazih Antakli I'm not sure to pronounce his last name he's like Turkish Syrian he's amazing like inside and out just like a wonderful person i really like his music a lot um but yeah so love at first doom I took one like he taught me how to do one thing and I was just like yeah. I want to do this for sold. the rest of yeah I was exactly immediately sold I was just like I need this the rest of my life and so I was like practicing and then so initially just because of money I was only doing a lesson like every other week which is still pretty frequent um yeah I mean I think well actually I don't know I haven't played an instrument in a very long time but I feel like if you're practicing on your own a lot it it fills in the gaps right no definitely yeah yeah I would take when I was a, when I was an athlete. I had I was with my coach like basically every day. Mm -hmm. So like my stand like so even even once a week to me is like bare minimum. Like if if I can afford something like once a week is bare minimum. Right. Just because like I like that accountability. I like the guidance, um, and it makes it a little bit more social. Totally. Like I I I get kind of like exhausted doing everything like in a vacuum like by myself. But yeah, and so I started with 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 Derbeke and I just like really loved it. I was constantly playing or constantly practicing. Then I also added on Def as well or Rik uh, as like in Lebanon they call it Def. So whenever I yeah. talk to my, my 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 relatives about like playing Rik, they're like what? They're like the F is that. Wait, wait, where do they where do they call it Rik? I think like everywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> So we're just like <laughs> annoying motherfuckers. 
<laughs> I, th- I mean, I, I think maybe maybe just like like the Shami region. Okay. Like I'm I'm really not because I just haven't heard like at least in the music scene because like death can yeah. also it means just frame drum if you type be yeah. translated so, like it can be without the symbols or with technically, so um, I guess that's why they like specify. Yes, yeah, started playing that and I really loved it. But then about six months into learning, I tore two tendons oh. in my arm at my day job. Which I didn't even know like was what happened because doctors I went to were like, you're just sore. And I was like, I've been an athlete for like 20 years of my life. I know what being sore feels like. And this is not like, I couldn't lift a Kleenex without screaming. I hate like, it I was when, so when doctors pain. gaslight people like that. Exactly. And then like, I kept calling the, the office or whatever, yeah. like where I, where I initially went. And the doctor ended up being like, what, you want muscle relaxants or something? Fine, I'll prescribe them. And I was just like, that's literally not what I'm saying at all. I want want an MRI. (laughs) Like I did not mention pills or anything of any kind. I want an MRI. Anyway, but then that's how I got into like acupuncture and stuff. Because even my my drumming instructor, Nazih, was the one who put me on the acupuncture. Like he's the one who who referred me. And then ended up just like changing my entire life because she put me on the onto the martial art I've been doing for physical therapy. It's just like a long like cascade of just like, (laughs) and so kind of like getting into drumming, like saved my life, I feel. Like that chain of events, but like the thing I wouldn't have, you know, known to go to that had I not. But yeah, and then it sucked because I couldn't play for like eight months and it killed me because I was like just getting started, like only six months into it. And I loved it. And I like, I like being good at things. And like, I'm willing, I will do, I mean, who doesn't, but like, I will do whatever I have to like you still I, I think are you mentioned you still like went to lessons even when you couldn't physically play yeah you know, exactly and stuff. So, yeah exa- we're just doing like, like like clapping or like tapping stuff or just like theory because I was just like I, I I want to like keep you know and I was really lucky with him too because um like after a couple months of learning from him I asked him like I want to be more consistent with this like can we work out some kind of like deal so I see you every week Mm-hmm. and like the prices you know whatever so he, he was like willing to work out because I was just like so enthusiastic he, I guess like which I can understand like if I were teaching something and somebody really wanted to learn and was like was yeah. really passionate like I'd be willing to negotiate the money because right also you like it's probably clear that you're gonna stick with it and be like a consistent student yeah exactly I'm just gonna be like I'm gonna take a couple lessons and, and ditch Um, exactly and I was like clearly like actually practicing I wasn't just like saying I would and then the next week like worse than the week before because I didn't actually do anything like but yeah I just I just fell completely in love with it and then you know thankfully between like the physical therapy martial arts stuff I was doing and still do um and acupuncture and just like like just all the things I was doing just to like take care of myself (laughs) um I reached the point where like, I, I can I can play like pretty much every day and I, I feel fine and it's been that way for some time now uh I, I might get sore or like things might just feel weird but it's not mm-hmm. pain um yeah what what kind of martial arts uh training did you do yeah you so do? it's called it's called I'm probably gonna pronounce it wrong so martial arts gods or whatever like please forgive me <laughs> um just because I probably don't listen to they, they I'm sure they listen to this oh yeah absolutely they're definitely like <laughs> <laughs> um so the way it's spelled I would read it as like Bagua Zong but then I think the the Z-H is more like a just sound because okay. the teacher will say Bagua Zhang but I really don't know and so I don't want to act like I know what I'm talking about okay. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> one of those, but B-A-G-U-A-Z-H-A-N-G. Where did it originate? Uh, it's, it's a Chinese martial art. Okay. Um, and the teacher is super, super cool. Um, he has a whole website called martialwellness.net. I always like advertise because he's just like super like knowledgeable, approachable, um, which I really appreciate in any instructor for anything, but it's just made this journey of like healing from all these things so much more, like it's less scary. Yeah. Because he's just like very supportive um, and very like friendly. And like, I, 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 don't, I don't feel bad or weird being like the shittiest one in the class or like whatever not that yeah, I know because it's not about that right like it's no, exactly it's not like yeah. being, you can't be like I'm the best at martial arts like no, yeah, no, you can yeah, be exactly. you can exactly. be but I think you're kind of missing the point some of the point <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly but I just like one of the things that we do is literally just standing which I know I've talked to you about personally totally, before. Yeah. but tell tell the people tell yeah the people. Let's, let, let me let me let me spread standing to the to the world yes yeah, so it's literally it's called like standing meditation and it's every Saturday for a half hour and people have been like you pay just to fucking stand that's stupid but it's like it, it's not like that simple it's not like you just stand there and you're just like not like your 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 brain just leaves like you have to be just really in tune with yourself and your body it's considered an internal martial art and like it's really just made me so aware of like my posture and just like my even my my thought patterns and sometimes things will just like erupt that you didn't know was there like one time I was standing like by myself I, it's something that I do for about 20 minutes a day on my own time now like outside of the class and there's one time like 15 minutes in to just me standing by myself I was just like I went from like zero to like ugly crying for like for like no apparent reason but I guess my body just like needed that in that in that moment and it's made me so sensitive to the point of like when I put makeup on I can like feel the weight of the makeup like on my eyes yeah. you know it's like so it's so weird and I always joke about going to parties and like everyone's like snorting whatever and I'm just <laughs> like and, and I'm just like I have some really potent stuff for you it's and they're standing. like oh yeah exactly and just like go in a corner and just like stand and I'm like and, and then it's just like just wait 20 minutes it'll kick in I swear <laughs> like, <laughs> it is really just like yeah. you know and then we, we also do other types of posing it's not like just standing there but just being really like in tune with your posture I can like feel how my blood flows through my body sometimes after like during and after standing which is really interesting yeah, um, I, uh, the most, I think, similar thing I've done is like a somatics technique called uh, Feldenkrais, which I think takes some martial mm. arts principles, but it's very much about like very minimal movement and like a bunch of awareness. Um, mm. And I remember doing it and I would feel like it would freak me out. Yeah. Like it, it would like it would be working in a way that um, working, I don't know what that means, but like I would be <laughs> getting like increased awareness of just where I was and it would irritate the fuck out of me because I like didn't know what to do with all that information I was like yeah oh my god I, I know where my vertebrae are <laughs> and, <laughs> and my like and my left and my vertebrae they like lean a bit more to the left than the right and I'm just very irritated but I'm not <laughs> yes oh my goodness don't even get me started I'm like leaning more on one way or the yeah. other on asymmetry oh my I am my my body is crazy asymmetric and it bothers me yeah. so much like I mean I've always like known I have some scoliosis but when do you like feel, mm. feel oh it, yeah definitely yeah it's just like but that's I awesome I had no I had no idea you had scoliosis oh just yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that oh, okay I'm yeah sorry yeah, yeah. So it's much. not like something they um would uh like do like a brace or surgery about it's just like a thing oh, okay. that can 
um i don't know I it affects some like, things like my alignment uh, uh okay. like it, it just throws off like alignment in subtle ways and dance and um affects uh, okay. like which parts of my spine are more flexible than other ones um ah so just something you have to like just kind of be mindful of yeah yeah exactly you, uh, which is why that this kind of stuff is technically good for it right because it's all about mindfulness but it freaks me the fuck out <laughs> No, it's it's definitely like really uncomfortable. Yeah. It's really, really uncomfortable. Um, but it's also like just taught me how much the body can like move and change just by like continued habit changing. Um, I have a hypermobility thing going on. Like it's not officially diagnosed by a doctor, but whenever I like read about symptoms, I'm just like, hello, okay. Is it like, it's uh Ellers Stanlos, right? Yeah, yeah. Um which and, is like, like ligament or it's uh well, yeah, just sure like ligaments connect, connective tissue okay. so like ligaments tendons um sometimes it, it can creep into like other issues like digestion heart stuff I don't like that's why I'm not sure like I don't think a doctor would diagnose me with Ehlers-Danlos specifically mm-hmm. just because like my digestion is generally fine like my heart's generally fine aside from when I had <laughs> COVID <laughs> but um but yeah so like because of that but there are so many different types of it that I feel like it still makes sense for me to fall like somewhere within that spectrum. Yeah. Just because of how much like I fit the symptoms, especially with just the hyper, like the, you know, cause I've always been like yeah. weirdly what I thought was flexible, but I'm learning it's more like hypermobility. So it's not that my right. muscles- Like regular are- flexibility isn't like popping joints out of-, out of Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Which, which I didn't know my whole, you know, cause everyone was always like, wow, you're so bendy. And so, like, and I, and I just love praise and attention. Yeah. So I would just, like, constantly be doing, like, weird, gross like, shit. But the stuff. shoulder isn't in the shoulder socket. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm so cool. <laughs> like, and I would just, like, like pop my, I don't know if it shows on camera, but I would just, like, pop my, my shoulder in and out all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, look at this. And people would be like, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and but and then so because of that, I also had like a really bad like my pelvis was really twisted, and the lower vertebrae in my spine were also twisted. So my my right hip was like crazy in front, and so my feet would would be together, and yeah. I would think I would I would feel like everything's straight, but my hip is like all the way here. Wow, um, which is crazy. But then right. like between between Bagua and then um, the guy who teaches it also um, does something called Twena which is kind of like going to a chiropractor, but I guess like the, the ancient Chinese version of it or the traditional mm-hmm. Chinese version of it. Um, it's like so gentle, but then he like pretty much put my hip back and within one treatment. Wow, what is and it I was, involved? Like- it's just like massage, it, it feels so gentle. Like I can't describe, it didn't feel like anything was, it didn't feel like nothing was happening, but like it was just so soft. And it just like feels like relaxing and like maybe some parts just feel awkward. Like he had to like dig into my psoas. Mm-hmm. It was like, that was just kind of like, but. <laughs> but the psoas um, is such like a weird bugger. Like it just wraps around so much that it, it affects so much. Yeah. And then he had to like, m- like move my intestines out the way to like oh. dig his fingers. I know it was just like, so unco- like, that was the only part where I was just like, oh, why stop? But, um. But, but then I, but I'm also just like in the moment, I'm like, I want to dance again and just feel good. So I'm yeah. going to just suck, suck it up. Like I need to stop being a baby because I'm such, I'm really whiny when it comes to pain. <laughs> it's like, I don't want, like, I'll, 
I'll do whatever work it takes to like fix something or like get stronger or whatever, but I'm whining the entire time. I'm just like, I don't want to do it. Like, (laughs) but, um, but it's also just like changed so much. Like I keep, I can't just like, I've just matured so much. Um, my body feels better in some ways. I thought I wasn't ever able to feel good because like, I didn't like doctors would always tell me that, Oh, like there's nothing you can do. So just like tough it out. And then you'll need a bunch of surgery one day. So and I never knew there were things I could do to like keep my body connected to itself. Yeah, and so it's also having... just like like uh, hypermobility affects. Well, I'm, I'm sure the people are like listening are like nerds, um, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like hypermobility affects proprioception, right? Because like part of like mm-hmm. what helps us like feel where our body is in space is like feeling how taut our connective tissue is, and if it's all loose, just like I don't care, I could stretch forever. Like you don't know what position the joint is in um definitely and like like, and like there'll be times where like it feels like my leg is one spot and I look down and it's like not there like it's in a completely different spot and I'm like it's like there's nothing there's not like a stretch meter to give your brain a signal um exactly but what always killed me is like people are always like oh you could probably do crazy splits and I'm like that's the one thing I can't fucking do because like my hips would just like come out (laughs) like like whenever I would try and like it was like it, it, it wasn't coming out in the way that like my shoulder would come out where yeah. it's not like as it's happening it's not really painful but like with the hip it'd be really painful because my my spine is a wet noodle and then yeah. so my hips end up compensating by being like extra extra tight um to like make up for my spine just being like <laughs> how have you like felt that all this has um like affected like your dancing before Bagua, I definitely like people are always like, wow, you have no back, you have no backbone, like, because I would just be, like, very, like, gooey, mm-hmm. and so since Bagua, I, I don't want to lose that, and I don't have to lose that about myself and my mm-hmm. movement, especially with, like, because I don't really do any dance aside from, like, belly dance. It's um, just, like, a lot of spine stuff, so. No, I yeah, mean, exactly, yeah. So it's just, yeah, everything has to just be, like, soft and kind of loose, but what I've just made efforts to, like, improve on is, I mean, I've always used my stomach muscles, to do certain movements but now like even if I'm doing something that looks like my back is moving it's still like not from my back muscles it's all my stomach um and that's really helped me just kind of like keep a lot of the bagua concepts as I move and so I can still do like cool undulations or like whatever but it's just safer and it's not putting my my back like out of you know I'm not like popping things to to get there but it is tempting, like, in the moment, because, like, you know, I like doing fancy stuff and then, like, getting that, that like, wow reaction. Um, I know. I see you. You're like, yeah, I, I yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, uh, so for context, she was like, what was your role exactly? You're kind of like the party pumper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at. yeah. Like, the party um, at uh, Laylit, which we've also talked about on this podcast before. So shout right. out to Laylit. I love um, Layla. Yeah, but Angie was kind of like, she was like the, I don't know, like the hype, the hype person dancer. <laughs> and I felt, I can't put into words how alive I felt and just like beautiful and like at home mm-hmm. doing that. I was just like, put me on a stage forever, put me in front of people forever. I just want to like entertain. It felt so nice to be back just like at a club dancing. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, like, there's a point where it's a little too sardiny, but even that, I'm like, oh, I miss being, like, pressed up much against a bunch of people. 
no that I always hate what I actually used to do at certain parties is like the second it got sardinia I would just leave yeah <laughs> like, like oh there like, are the bad times <laughs> you show like, up like at nine and then when the, the people show up you leave and then you come back at like 3 a.m <laughs> exactly so then I can actually have space <laughs> I like having space to like to do to do movement yeah I get just bored if I'm just like right there's a certain point where all you could do is kind of just like bounce there and yeah exactly and I'm just like that's not what I'm here to do and you feel weird if you're like accidentally like brushing I don't know I feel weird if I'm like there's a chance of, like accidentally grinding on somebody who doesn't want to be ground on yep or just like me doing my thing and then somebody yeah. thinks they can grind on me right which is almost always like just straight men at right. party right like it's never it's never just like some girl or like whatever I mean, never- sometimes I think Oh, I, I, I mean, don't know. At, at least, I think least, it, it can be anyone, opinion. but straight men have the worst track record as a group. Yeah. Like, if we're keeping score on that. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just, like, existing, and then they're, like, oh, like. Yeah, and it's, like, no, like, people. people yeah, it's, like, no, thank you. People aren't sexy dancing for you. They're just enjoying life. Exactly. Exactly. Like, not everything exists for you in particular. <laughs> mm-hmm. They'll never understand that or care. Yeah. We'll just keep doing what they. say to, like, the the five straight men who listen to this podcast yeah. <laughs> actually like they're, they're like they're probably great I feel like the the straight men who listen to this podcast are actually really cool so oh yeah I mean because I figured like if they're here yeah if they're here they're not the target audience for this. yeah exactly so, like, go go tell your people yeah exactly <laughs> tell your breath tell your brethren tell the, the straight other man meetings yeah exactly happen, like every exactly. Wednesday I feel like that would happen on Wednesday. I feel like Wednesday is like the day. Bro day? Yeah. Like bro day. That makes sense. I can see It's that. like if it's, if Mean Girls is like on Wednesday, we wear pink. And then like, meanwhile, the bros are like, on Wednesday, we have bro meetings. On Wednesday, we drink knives and shave with acid and don't cry. Like, <laughs> we cry in reverse. We like absorb water into our eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> like are you even a man if you don't cry in reverse exactly right right I don't think yeah men we're here to tell you you're not men actually <laughs> unless you do this yes exactly <laughs> but yeah I just I had so I had so much fun and it was really and I saw a lot of people that I didn't get to see in a long time right um, yeah like I definitely like I don't know some before I was like I don't have the energy to go out and like party as much as I might want to but it's really nice to be back even on occasion absolutely I completely agree um seeing people it's like oh yeah we are an actual community (laughs) yes exactly and like I personally in the beginning of the pandemic I tried to do virtual parties and like I hated it and even a, a lot of virtual classes like obviously my um and my, my physical therapy stuff has been on Zoom this entire time. He had one in-person session with a bunch of people. It was really fun, but then like didn't happen again. Yeah. But um, but yeah, but like otherwise, even a lot of like really cool classes that normally I would love to take, I just don't have the bandwidth or the focus yeah. or, or I like burnt out the- after a certain point. Like I really I said I mean I, I like I set up my space intentionally so I could take virtual classes because I also had to set up my space to teach virtual classes um, for mm. a lot of my jobs so I like made sure I don't know 
I already had like a lot of space blocks off so that I could move reasonably. Um, mm. And like I took classes. It was nice to be able to sometimes like connect to people who don't live here or wouldn't be able to take their class normally. But even at that, like after a certain point, it was just like, I can't anymore. Um, especially yeah. once things like opened up a little bit, I was, it was hard yeah. to um, stay motivated. No, definitely. That. I would also just I would just feel like more alone too when I would do it. Yeah. Um, that way. I mean, I think we've like tried to work on ways to do that. There was like one um, dance that I went to semi regularly, and we did like it'd be like okay after class we're gonna do like get a drink mm-hmm. and chat and feel like we're actually like you know mm-hmm. a group of people that hang out with each other after class. Because also like going class has a certain like social element of definitely you know, yeah you, like, stretch with people before and then you go like hang out afterwards you go on the subway together and there's mm-hmm. so much about it that just gets lost when it's like okay and you log off um no doubt yeah, yeah. absolutely so I think like we tried to bring that back but it's I don't know I guess the, the, the way I could tell it's really not the same is when I actually went back and took my first few classes um in a studio like I literally felt high after <laughs> Mm -hmm. like I like literally felt a sense of like euphoria like oh my god I'm in love with life again (laughs) (laughs) which makes complete sense like I I don't blame you at all like I've been feeling that way just doing things and being back outside it's just like so invigorating yeah but it's also some some aspects are definitely draining like commuting has drained me in ways oh if it used to do that I don't remember it doing that maybe I just forgot how exhausting it was just to like sit on transit half my life but yeah I found myself exhausted in ways I wasn't expecting because right because we were so burned out of zoom I was like okay we're just gonna jump back into life and like get going and and then it's like oh crap like maybe taking not. yeah like, the, the con the, the the one hour train ride one way or right. like the you know it's yeah I I also because like I used to get occasionally burnt out from commuting I live just so far from everywhere yeah or like everywhere that I frequent, at least not from like literally everywhere, but my neighborhood's boring. And like the trains in my area are so bad that I can't not have a car, which sucks. Cause like, it's also just like money. Like I would love to like not need a car at all, right. but then I wouldn't be able to go to my job or like anywhere. Yeah. I think Definitely. for certain, if, if you're out in the Bronx, it's, it's kind of necessary. Yeah. yeah. Just unfortunate, but whatever. But yeah, but like, I also just felt like when I had to, you know, commute to work again, because I have like an hour and a half one way, like I'm really just feeling like the complete exhaustion because I was furloughed yeah. for, for most of for most of last year, which I kind of liked because it gave me time to like not have to use my arm because I work in a factory. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lifting, pushing, pulling, you know, whatever. And so it was so nice to just kind of like get a break from all that and just totally. like focus and on having it and exactly and on your and on your business. Um exactly yeah like I, I worked on a lot of stuff last year I'm not I'm still kind of behind what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be at um this year at least at this time with my business stuff but then just um well, COVID getting COVID I think yeah so COVID set me back yep it set me back so much like I was supposed to partner with um I don't want to say because I missed the opportunity I don't want to say who they are because maybe they like found somebody great sure, so I, yes. I, I, I don't want to make it sound like whoever they chose is like sucked I have no idea, but uh, I was supposed to partner with um, this drag queen for like custom jewelry for this performance. Mm-hmm. But then I just come back from the hospital and then ended up being re-hospitalized. And then so I missed that opportunity, um, which really I was just like, ah, oh, 
And I had this whole, because this year, like Ramadan and Arab American Heritage Month were like the same month. Yeah. And I had this huge, this like package thing planned, could not make that happen, could not do that at all. And then a certain like, because I always test things before I launch them. And so I've been doing tests for this, like, because I want to get into, um, excuse me, like, like uh, resin work, mm-hmm. uh, which, which, I've, which I've done before. And like my, my graphics line um, involves some resin, though I'm actually changing how I do that because um, I'm starting to vend again, thankfully. And so obviously like, when, when, like for, for things that are like made to order, if it, you know, if, if it's like only one at a time, certain processes are fine. Cause like, you know, it's, it's easy. But when I vend, I have to make a bunch of stuff ahead of time. And so I reached a point where I'm just like, it's more effort than it's worth mm-hmm. to hand. Cause like for every pair of earrings, I have to hand paint two things, just as an example. Or like if I'm, you know, um, pouring resin into these like flat, essentially just like flat things. It's like, that's still like my hand, like I have to do double the effort for like a pair. And so I decided just to use, um, like I'm having things printed and cut on acrylic. So making everything into like acrylic charms. It's still pretty light usually. Wait, what's the, I, I guess I'm like, what's the difference between acrylic and the other? Oh, re- oh okay, okay. Okay, so, yeah, the, so I know resin is the stu- like the the stuff that you pour in. It's kind of like it's a clear. Yeah, and, yeah. Or it can, yeah, yeah. depending if you don't mix with anything, it's clear. Um, yeah. But yeah, so acrylic just kind of like comes in sheets. It's still a plastic, but it like looks kind of like glass. And so what? What I used to actually work at a place where they did what I'm ordering. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's like a, I used to work at a signage company, and so you just have like sheets of acrylic, and they have special printers that can print on that material. And then okay. use a laser cutter to cut out the shape. The, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Which is still pretty labor intensive, but it, it, is, it yeah. is. But it is. But it's very easy. Like it's not like I have the machinery myself and I'm doing it yeah. myself. But like you can print like a thousand of something. Oh, okay. And like have it cut out. Like it, it, it can cut out more than thing in like one sitting. So it's like the next steps. Like making things one at a time by hand is like I guess like the lo- lower step. The next step is like, I guess that, and I'm sure there's other, you know, even bigger factory manufacturing, whatever processes that are like above that, but I'm still, this one seems fine. Though it just hit me that I didn't check how thick the acrylic is that they're using. I hope that it's not crazy thick because I wanted to use these as like earrings and stuff. I don't want it to be crazy heavy. I should have checked. I messed up. Oh, well. (laughs) <laughs> if it's like thick there's some people who like thick earrings so no exactly and then like yeah. I can also just still use it because it, it it comes with like a little hole and everything in it already yeah. and so I can just um like use make it for keychains if, if it's really uncomfortable as earrings then I'll just use it for keychains then I'm just gonna have like so many keychains if that's the case anyway but yes yeah, so I'm changing how I how I do that just so it's less labor for me um where are you vending at oh there's um I don't know what the name of it is or where it's at yet but there's this arab comedy show coming up on the 20th oh okay is it um with or i don't know i was gonna guess what the name is but i don't know either uh, forget <laughs> <that>. <laughs> i know i'm like i might pronounce her name wrong but yegany i don't know her she... oh she's persian she's okay. like iranian she's a comedian she's she, she's really funny okay because i went i used to go to the muslim otherhood comedy yeah, yeah. shows um which were a lot of fun and so I saw her there and then just obviously like Instagram blah 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 mm-hmm. and I was just really like she reached out to me to to Ben and I was just like thank you uh. um 
and I was oh, another thing I missed because of COVID was there was this uh, belly dance festival in California that I was going to vend for, but like vend virtually because I wanted okay. just to fly to California. But when I checked the prices and stuff, and it was just, and like between yeah. like flying there, bringing all this stuff with me to set up a table and hotel, it was all these things added up, and I was like, okay, I can't physically go, but I can like vend virtually. But then um, I wanted to make like pamphlets and just like send product over, like whatever. But then I was too sick, like learning, I was too busy learning how to walk again mm-hmm. to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly. But it's, yeah. it's still just like, because these opportunities for me, like are great exposure. Yeah. Oops. Um, and so it's just frustrating to like miss out on that because like I don't want to just do kind of like random here and there orders forever like I do fully intend for the art I do I don't mind if it's a mixture of the different things I do that give me like an income that I can sustain myself but like whatever it is I want it to be like something that I'm just doing from a creative place and I make enough money from that to like you know handle myself and but I can't yeah I'm not really like when it comes to online presence, that's where I'm very weak just because I just find social media so exhausting. It can be a lot. I mean, I go through phases where I think it's fun versus when I think it's just draining. Yeah. But for me, like the times I think it's fun and the time it's it's not even. So I'll have like two days. There's a window of like two days a year where I'm like, woo, posting. And then like the rest, I'm just like, yeah, I also feel really different about it when I'm when I know it's supposed to be for business purposes. Mm, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. I try to like some people will say like, oh, even just like as a, I, I feel weird to just like call myself a business in general. But people have this idea that you need to like create a brand, even just being an artist, and you need mm-hmm. to participate in social media in a particular way that's going to boost your brand. Um, and I have like zero endurance for wanting to keep that up because that's just so. I don't know. I'm not a brand. I'm like a human being and I have interests that might change over time and various opinions that aren't like curated for a focus group. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's also just annoying because like then art has become kind of like relabeled as content. Right. And it's like art doesn't have to be content. It can be discontent. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like people are expecting like oh like you know post blah 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 every day and like do this and this every day make your reels make this right make that but like some yeah. things take like literally months yeah like some that's the thing art. like also people I mean I, I respect people who enjoy social media as a creative thing especially like people who are good at TikTok and they're using that as their creative outlet no but like, cool. but like some of I don't know it's like that's a whole nother creative outlet some of us want to focus exactly. on the original one and not have to do this whole other different exactly and like that's 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 the thing that annoys me because then people also think that art is like immediate yeah and that art is something you can like spew out every week which like insert for certain things absolutely right but for certain things not and not everything has to fit into that same exactly format. to the art yeah it's like that kind of bothers me um and some things I don't know it's just like you had to be there sorry like I'm not gonna <laughs> but I have like I, I and like when I do make something like I like it in terms of like a, whatever I made like whenever I make like for example reels for my like painting and stuff 
like I, I like how it comes out at the mm-hmm. end and like you know it's a cool video but just like getting myself to do it while I'm doing things is exhausting yeah you're focused on making an earring not a video exactly yeah because it just makes the process so much longer like for no reason um but nowadays especially after the pandemic businesses like have to be online yeah I have I don't know I have mixed feelings about that um including in dance like there's a lot of just like older artists who have been like doing what they do for a long time and like they don't use social media because that's just not a thing that's I don't know like that's just not been part of their practice and they don't really know how to do it and they're not probably not that good at it um and that's fine they're good at other stuff like choreography and teaching and Mm, yeah they actually do um and I think there's like so many I don't know there's just like a lot of aspects of the entertainment industry are like expecting you to have an Instagram page with this many followers mm-hmm. and then like and it's like don't... no these are people are like actual masters um and which isn't like and I, I also don't like the opposite thing where we shit on people who do like invest time in their social media because it's like no oh, yeah, I think yeah. they're, they're like doing something that actually like makes professional sense like they're not wasting their time they're actually yeah of course you know, but it's just like but then to, to to act like somebody's not a good artist just because they don't have the followers right. is annoying yeah because it's just not true like it's it's just not <laughs> exactly yeah because like I know some very talented people who have like three followers right but they're like freaking amazing and then like sometimes even like whether or not you have a following isn't dependent necessarily on just talent whereas like if you're conventionally attractive your chances of having followers increase exponentially right. things like that and so like social or, like, media who is- your connections are and yep exactly and like and like if, if someone shares you or not yeah, where you on somebody- a tv show like once or something yeah no exactly and so there's so many other factors outside of talent that go into that yeah um, I mean, I also don't like the reverse where people dismiss anything that happens on social media. It's like, it's it's a platform, right? Like, especially yeah. during the pandemic, it's like, that's the only way we're interacting with people. So I don't like it when yeah. people are like, this isn't real art because you put it on Instagram or like, this isn't real activism because you're on Instagram. So it's slacktivism. I'm like, that makes no sense. This is the primary yeah, that way makes, that we yeah. communicate with people right now. <laughs> um, no, it, it, but I also, I also understand type. that's alienating for some people who just don't know that that's just not their format. Yeah, but, no, but it's definitely a powerful, powerful tool. But it's a great way to spread things fast and broad, which... The companies behind it were less shitty. But that's yeah, another, yeah, exactly. That's another issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're watching, <laughs> if you <laughs> listen to this... If you listen to this, actually, just give us money. Like, why yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, just, just pay us. Yeah, like stop censoring things about Palestine and also mm-hmm. pay us. Um, exactly. Those things. <laughs> stop now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess back to like the um, collabs and promotions and that kind of stuff. Do you have like a dream collab you would really want to do? Like, either someone you would mm. love to like an artist or celebrity love to like have your jewelry on them or just like an event you'd like dream of getting mm. at or something like that honestly I think I would die if Haifa Wahbi wore my stuff I would stand <laughs> <laughs> like I just feel like a like she rocks really like colorful out there yeah, things. yeah. like I feel like it would just match her anyway mm-hmm. and then of course like it's Haifa Wahbi I she's so like extra it. that I feel like she could wear like 
two of your earrings on each ear. exactly she really no, just exactly. Like, stuff, like perfectly in style for her exactly and also just because for her in particular like her following like the amount of people that would see it I feel like you know things like that would help me like kind of like blow up mm-hmm. um but something I just really like which is smaller scale and more and like more meaningful and like warm to me is just having a lot of Arab musicians wear my stuff yeah and that's something I've been doing just like contacting on Instagram like you know music, any, as many music, musicians as I, as I can and some of them do get back to me which is awesome uh and just like knowing because like when when somebody wears my stuff and I know that they love it mm-hmm. and I see them wearing it all the time I just get like so happy like I have this customer in, in Australia that has bought like so much stuff for me and like sends me so many pictures Aww. and like even like war like she does concerts she's um Bosnian and then her her group and so they they play like you know Balkan music and um I think like Sephardic Jewish music and things like that and like she'll wear my jewelry like during her performance mm. and I'm just like ah it just makes me so happy um and then my my teacher for Kanun and um like music theory Fidas he also like I see him wearing the necklace all the time and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> like thank you it just means a lot, you know, because yeah. it's just so nice to see like my work. It's, it's like it's, it's like somebody like if you make like a dance video and like someone watches it like ten thousand times. I also I like seeing musicians wear your stuff too because it's also like if it's the same instrument they're playing, it's like oh it had a baby. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a big one and a little one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I've also I'm starting to expand like the instruments that I offer. Um, which I've also wanted to do for a while is just it's hard to like if I get if, if I get a lot of orders in a, in a given amount of time which hasn't been the case but like actually like, this past month picked up which is really nice but it's it's harder to like design new things when I'm busy just like making other things yeah and so but I'm working on incorporating more like Arabized western instruments so I made cellos I'm painting violins as we as we speak um okay. to like upload them um they're so cute right <laughs> I don't know why the violins in particular give me like I know they're reaction. just like they're so like other stuff I'm like oh that's pretty but they're like oh like oh, babies yeah these are like literally you no know, and then like this is, a, this is a blank one but I had like the, the cello as well and then just for like size comparison it was like extra baby uh I ha- I'm designing a, a flute currently I just haven't given I haven't made time to like finish modeling it and then after I make some like westernized or western instruments I want to go back to just like the baba and like things like that just like the you know really era like classic yeah yeah exactly and then of course like stuff outside of jewelry I I have all the the mug and t-shirt stuff I just haven't like I need to figure out how to ship it because I don't want to like mail stuff and then it's like like smashed right when they, when they get it yeah mugs are tough even when I like take yeah. a mug in a suitcase I always freak out a little bit yeah exactly and so um once I just get that going get some designs going stickers I want to also get into I'm just trying to expand like enough so that there's kind of like like in case somebody doesn't like wearing earrings or necklaces yeah. but they like sticker like I always want to have like options for everyone yeah, honestly, um, like, I, so I don't wear jewelry a lot. I wear it sometimes, but, like, if you had, like, non-jewelry items, I would, I'd be really into that. Or, like, once you do, I'll get into that. I got you. Yeah. And I can also, I'm also, like, uh, I would, in terms of going back to your question, like, who I'd love to partner with, I just like partnering with either just any kind of event or organization, like, making merch for them. 
like to me like just sounds like really really fun and really really cool yeah because I, I also just like paint canvases every now and then and so I want to I, I want my website just to become like a massive like an empire for like everything like Arab music and culture <laughs> it's like the Amazon of Arab stuff y'all you heard it here this is imperialism Angie is doing imperialism <laughs> And I'm just gonna it like starts with earrings. It starts yeah, with exactly. Earrings. It's just, I'm gonna become a disease. Sound, exactly. Sound of music is gonna be a disease that like will infect everyone and everything. Um, and oh like, God, I even like, 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 what if that was like the world's order? It's like <laughs> it's like an empire structured around a jewelry business. <laughs> I cause all current governments to fall. Like, I literally take over the world somehow via, like, niche jewelry. <laughs> I might regret this later, but I think I'm down. I think I'm ready for that. <laughs> Everything is wonderful. The only thing I ask of the universe is, like, everyone has to wear my stuff all the time. <laughs> like, there's free health care. Yeah. Like, nobody's hungry. Nobody's homeless. Like, nobody's, like, you know... But it's like you have to wear something I made all at all times, <laughs> and there's like sensors built into your body now, so like it knows, it knows if you're wearing my stuff. That's so fucked They took off the earring. <laughs> People start being born with like sound of Mazika jewelry somehow already attached to them. <laughs> like it becomes like genetic. Like it's just. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man, my face hurts from laughing. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we should wrap it up. Um, is there anything that you have coming up that you want people to know about? Um I mean, I guess just for, follow you in general. Yeah, they can just follow me in general. Um, because I'll share things as they happen. I'm just kind of spacing aside from the comedy show, but I I forgot even like where that is. So it's like if you want to find out. <laughs> where these things are yeah follow my I have instagram and facebook for um sound of mazika sound s-o-u-n-d of o-f mazika m-a-z-z-i-k-a um or angie asad if you want to um i don't know follow me there even though i hardly ever post but i guess you can like look at what's already there <laughs> you know a-n-g-i-e ass a-l so. <laughs> uh, but this was so much fun thank you so much and um, as always, thank you for having me. It's an, always an honor to yeah, be part so of Queer Arabs. Um, and then you can follow us as usual on the Queer Arabs on Instagram and Twitter, um, the Queer Arabs on Facebook, and uh, thequeerarabs.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we're thequeerarabs at gmail.com. Woo! Yay!